This is Discovery with a K. Hello, everyone. Hi. We're back with a new episode of Discovery with a K. I'm your host, Kathleen. My name is Ilsa. And we're back with the Korean hip hop intro to intro to Korean hip hop part two. <laughs> the part one, you go the beginnings, I suppose. Yes. We're talking like 80s, I well, guess. Well, no, it's 90s. 90s. 90s, who started it. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you're not up today, just listen to this and then go back to that episode because there was really good recommendations and a lot of throwbacks, just saying. I mean, Kashid Nadir search, of course, obviously. Hello. So this time we're going with the part two. Why part two? Because I'm basically asking an answer myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> because with part two, with, the, with this part two, we want to explore from the 2000s on because the K-hip hop scene changed at that stage. It grew a lot as well. Gained it a did. Lot of it did. We're going to get into that later anyways. Mm. So let's just start with what happened in the 2000s. What happened in the 2000s? <laughs> Tell me. So in the 2000s, Verbal Jane changed the game with his EP, Modern Rhymes. So what happened before? Before, we had, like, rapping, like, idols and stuff like that. And then you had, like, kind of a more mechanical structure in the flow of the rap. And they all started sort of, like, with the same syllable, I suppose. So it was kind of, like, it wasn't supernatural. Also, you had, like, a lot of English inclusions to make it more, to make it more, I don't know, like... Trendy-ish. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, Vibogent with the EP Mother Rhymes, he said, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. And he did it. So in this EP, he, the structure, he reinvented the, the hip-hop structure, the verses delivery. Innovator. We so like. So before it was rather ma- mechanical, but he integrated the Korean language to it. You know that before you had a lot of like English mm-hmm. and stuff? But now he was like, you know what? Let's use Korean and all its potential and let's use it for hip hop. So that's what he did. Okay. So with this, he used the Korean language to make the rhyming scheme in hip hop, Mm. which is what we get these days. Uh Okay. And making it a bit more three dimensional and more progressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in this being Mother Rhymes in 2001, from 2001, he created a rap verses with different length. So before it was like the verses kind of had the same structure or the same length. Okay. But here he was narrating his stories through his first language. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to create these verses with different lengths. They're going to have different uh, rhyming structure and the words didn't exactly needed to be with the same end, but rather with the same flow. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because that's a hip hop we know now. But yeah. back then, you know, no idea. Mm. So uh, he in this one, he put more emphasis in the lyrics, which it's one of the things I love about hip hop. Mm. Okay. And he created like parallel structures with different lengths and gave verses a more natural flow. So verbal gent, yes. Did the public like it? So here we go. Ooh. It was like a breakthrough. It was like a new year for Korean hip hop yes. after that EP. Yes. So what happened is that now rappers were able to rap and basically be open about their thoughts. And out of nowhere, the underground scene became mainstream. Oh. Okay. So, so this was like a massive change in the hip hop scene. And then 
now before well before mm -hmm. the underground rappers were more like based on like performances mm -hmm. and everything was more actually it was all performances probably some of these battles you know the usual underground scene mm -hmm. you know you know we watch the movies sometimes <laughs> 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 i watch a couple okay <laughs> And then, you know how it goes. yeah, with the rise of the current hip hop, independent hip hop labels started to happen. This Lovely. was in the early 2000s. And we know that before we had, like, obviously, we had like Isoman finding people, like, look, you know, I'm gonna make you an idol. We know <laughs> all of first. the, oh, the yeah. <laughs> then you have like YG Entertainment that also was like more hip hop uh, focused, but it was also mm -hmm. quite mainstream. But now they're like, let's create agencies that are for underground hip hop artists. Yeah. So that happens. And yeah, from this era ish, there's a big names that are still as relevant to them as they were back then. Ooh. So <laughs> we have like first we go we have the agency, like the first hip hop agency called Soul Company. Okay. Okay. And in this agency represented Crucial Star, The Quiet, Matt Clang, and G Slow back then. Wow. Okay. So important people from this era or the acts were like a dynamic duo were back then, Supreme Team. We have Garion and Epic High. And let's just keep in mind that before that they also they already existed. But with the progression lyrically in hip hop, thanks to Verbal Gent, mm -hmm. all of these acts had the chance to become more mainstream, also to like sort of like adapt this new sort of like not trend, but this new way of expressing music yeah okay in hip-hop yeah. because before what was mainstream in the scene was more of like the trendy stuff you mm -hmm. know you have your notion with the word great as well you have like other people that were more dance focused performance focused but now you had underground hip-hop that became mainstream that and they were able to express their feelings talk about emotions love and i think many people kind of needed that and that's why they became so popular yeah it makes sense but like kudos to verbal gents that he was able to revolutionize a genre so much by one incredible album. incredible because not just that so imagine because you really had like big names like mm -hmm. you had the current americans bringing like the proper like black hip-hop born in the states into korea but of course they made it with the, the american Audience? Point of view, yeah, but they, with with yeah. their American touch because at the end of the day they were American. Mm. But he decided to basically take sort of like what well, was hip hop, got sort of like the beat and all of that. But he incorporated the language, which I think was a big thing, into a sound that was already known, but people couldn't fully get into this. Yeah. Now with that, they were able not just to enjoy the music but also to feel related to the music. Mm -hmm. so i think that with him a lot of things changed and i literally before this i knew that verbal was extremely good one of my favorite artists to listen it's just my style of rapping i kind of like more of like raw well, you know straightforward kind yeah. of rapping yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just my kind of style mm. and i really liked him but now i'm like boy you're a genius you know boy it's more like good sir well sir you're yes yeah, <laughs> sir at this stage <laughs> Habits, you know. I call everyone boy. <laughs> he should get knighted <laughs> by the rappers. Basically. Mm. Now with the rise of uh, Korean hip-hop by this end, in 2012, we the start of survival shows happened. 
But let's keep in mind that these weren't just like survival shows. These were like competition shows where they were like judges and the judges would be, well, we all know this show, Show Me The Money. I'm talking about Show Me The Money, right? So the judges were like non-producers, people that were had already like, we have Tiger JKB, they, they, he's been part of Show Me The Money as a judge. Would you have like big things? He's been... He's being he was a rapper. Uh, okay. Take J.K. Crazy. No participating. He was, he was one of judge. the producers. Yes. One of the producers. Oh wow! Yeah, girl, I don't watch that show. Yes, that it's was one too of, upsetting. One I don't of my like favorite it. seasons of Show Me the Money is where Tiger J.K. Okay, because mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. so Show Me the Money happened in 2012. Okay. Oh wow, that's almost ten years. Yes. And Ooh. is it still as popular as ever? Just saying. Yeah, all the songs from uh, this season were trending on Melon. Yeah, they're awesome. Now, in 2015, we get the female version on Pretty Rap Star. Always a bit. That show has the most iconic quote. Everyone knows them, and we all love them. What is the quote? The qu- Jesse's quote. That we're not a team, this is a competition. Oh! <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. We all know that <laughs> phrase and we all love that phrase. And more recently, we got High School Rapper in 2017. Mm-hmm. That one, I, some of the artists that have come out of High School Rapper have been incredible. Okay. True. Like, kind I'm of insane. Like, Vincent, dude. Mm. Well, a kid, literally, just so good, you know. Mm. And he came out of High School Rapper. So, in the from this show for Show Me the Money, we have like big names coming out. Loco became known thanks to like Show Me the Money. We have BY. Nice. We all love BY. We have Penomeco. We love Penomeco. We there have Jesse from Pretty Rap Star. She was the runner-up for Jessie the first from season. The block. Then you have Cheetah. She was the winner for the first season of Pretty Rap Star. Really? Yes, I think Jesse was the runner-up and she was the first place. That's insane. That's awesome. Love. Then we have Wu Wonjae, also known as Wu. Love him. Love his so music. Good. Also, there is a full rapper in the spotlight that bought him. Go and check it out. Fences, still a sad bop. A sad bop. Sad bop. Oh, we like that song, anyways. <laughs> now, from high school rapper, we also have like Hound with his wholesome and he's so talented i was so happy when he got signed into higher music we're gonna talk about agency later i was so happy and i was like yes boy make it because you're really good can you tell us one of your favorites <laughs> like i watched his journey in youtube kind of say <laughs> you know and well, i was man. like yeah absolutely because he people were like He's a bit mm, off. Like, you know, they mm. were look they were basically down looking at the boy. And he was I was like, that's a cute kid, right? Mm. And then they were like, Yeah, I like meditation and all of this. He's very zen, whatever, in the show in high school rapper. And out of nowhere, boys started rapping and they almost like shook and I was like, on your face, you know. <laughs> cute. Yeah. Oh. Such an iconic moment. If mm. you don't know what I'm talking about, just go and watch a compilation. Hound high school rapper. You're gonna get it. Now, from this show, yeah, we have, like, a, also Ash Island came out of High School Rapper. I did not remember really? that. Yes. And many others, okay? Many, many. Many, 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 many. 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 Yes. Yes. I also, like, there was one that I really like, uh, Basic. He was in the season. 
I think his name is Basic, not Basic. It's Basic. I've been calling it Basic. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay. Yeah, I think Korean would be like Basic or something like that. Anyway, well, never mind. Mm. Also, something I really like about this show is that Basic, he was in the season with like Song Mino, Mino from Winner. Mm-hmm. And another thing that came up from Show Me the Money is like idol rappers were basically considered rappers because before they were like, mm, you're an idol, you're not really a hip hop artist, were. you know. Were, yeah, yeah. I feel like they mentioned that in every season of Show Me the Money. Yes. Yeah, but I think that with this show, many idol rappers got the chance to show that, look, I'm not just an idol, I'm also a hip-hop artist, you know. For, like, one episode. <laughs> None, well, you haven't watched the full thing, but you have Bobby. <laughs> Boy Bobby won't show me the money, okay? Okay. Awesome. Song Mino, like, it, no one believed in him. He got to the finals. Also, amazing collabs. Go and check the compilations, Ooh. they're amazing. Also, Seiko became uh, one of the producers for Show Me The Money. And Seiko, he was, yeah. You know, and Seiko was always like, yeah, you're an idol. He was already a producer for Block B. Mm-hmm. But now he was like, I'm a producer as well, and I'm a respected hip-hop artist. Because he is. You know, so we got that also from Show Me The Money. I think yeah. that you don't really like Show Me The Money because it's quite intense. And I don't like any survival shows, to be honest. I'm yeah. just like, sign all of them. You know. It's like, no, show me the money. It could be a bit, <laughs> a bit much sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, excuse me? I think last year was show me the money eight. Mm-hmm. I watched the like first episode with like, Oh, you the watched auditions. it with me and you hated it so much. <laughs> I was like, let's watch show me the money. And she was like, okay. First episode, she was ranting about everyone. <laughs> I, it's just not for me. I like the music that comes out of it. Yeah. But this show itself is just, not my cup of tea. I love it. You might you might have noticed now. I like it so much. Uh. <laughs> it's just the concept. Mm. But out of all of them, I think my favorite must be like high school rapper because of like these kids are just incredible. I think you like the cute factor as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's like hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to this. This is second season with Vincent and Hound, right? Uh-huh. It's like Everyone was, even the adults were like, how can these kids sing about such a deep thing? Well, just because they're teenagers doesn't mean that they can't have feelings. Exactly. Now with that, the, because in <laughs> that season, <laughs> high, should, school, high school rapper finally showed that teenagers have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we have issues as well, because sometimes I think that overlooked, it's like, you just through a face you're very dramatic you know mm. it just happens like that yeah but these kids were singing about real issues about social issues criticizing this society saying like look i have mental health issues and that's okay you know mm. or things like i'm a dropout and that's absolutely fine because i still have a life to do you know I th- yeah so i like that factor from high school rapper okay yeah. i see yeah watch them <laughs> okay now, we're going with influential agencies in K-hip-hop. Ooh, okay. So, there is plenty, mm-hmm. but I mention, I'm i going to mention the big ones. Yeah. Okay. So, we have Eliana Records, that one uh, sees operations in 2020, I think, and Ambition Music. They were uh, founded by The Quiet and Dog 2 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2011. 
Ambition Music is still running, even the records stopped working in 2020. Yeah. We have Amoeba Culture. We love the artists from Amoeba yeah. Culture. It's like we love them. They're very, very good. They're really good. It was established in 2006 by Gecko, Choisa, and Kom Kyungmin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we have AOMG and Higher Music. We cannot escape from AOMG and Higher Music. It's impossible. Yes. This one was uh, founded by Jay Park. We all know Jay Park. We know him. Do we? Who's Jay Park? <laughs> Lol. It's impossible not to know the name of Jay Park, but he's everywhere, you know. True, true. He's everywhere. Mm. And last but not least, Feel Good Music by Tiger JK. And if you want to listen to some diverse type of tea hip hop, because, you know, within hip hop, there is like a few different sounds and styles. Mm-hmm. And I think these agencies have all of it. You know? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know, you have like the more raw sort of like rapping, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You have the more rhythmic ones. Mm-hmm. You have like all, all school style as well. You have a bit of everything there. And mm-hmm. I really like that. Nice. Okay, let's go to most listened singles from the early 2000s. And then I'm going to give you, if you're not a student to Korean hip hop, the hits you need to listen to get into Korean hip hop. Because it's important. So let's go for most recent singles from the 2000s. Vervagent, Overclass from Modern Rhymes. This song is a breakthrough. There's nothing else I have to say. Mm-hmm. Listening to that song was an experience. Okay. It was like seeing it. You can clearly see the influence of Vervagent in the current hip hop scene. Because it's like an old school, what you would expect for all a hip hop beat, you know, sort of like boom, boom, with it, like it's, and you have to listen to it, okay? I listen to a lot of hip hop, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here having a moment with myself, okay? I'm just supporting. <laughs> so I think with this song, you see how big his impact was. Yeah, okay. Because also you see his rhyming style and how this song was an absolute breakthrough. Well, this full EP. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, the rap duo Garion with the debut album Garion. This album was one of the first ones that was completely in Korean. Ooh. Yes. And by listening to it, you can also listen to their influence in the hip hop scene. It's, it's insane. They're really okay. good. Okay. We'll go to Simon Dominic. Very important name during this Simon. era. And so I just wanna rhyme mixtape. And just listen to I just wanna rhyme. Funny enough, I have a little story about this, okay? There's so many covers of I just wanna rhyme. Really? Yeah, I was trying to find the original song, and out of that song, I had to listen to two or three covers. And I'm like, this is not Simon Dominic's voice. Excuse me. Oh. And then I just kept looking for it because Spotify, I need a mixtape added. Thank you. So I couldn't take from- notes. Please, I need that. <laughs> I need a mixtape in my Spotify playlist, okay? <sighs> and yeah, not in SoundCloud. SoundCloud, there was a lot of covers. Finally, I found it in YouTube. Nice. Yes. Mm. Just listen to that song. Simon Dominic, I love you, dude. You're amazing. We have Supreme Team. A drive from Supreme, uh, drive from Supreme Team Guide to Excellent Adventure. This song, I think it was ahead of its time. And that's my, the only thing I can say about that song. It was Why? because Why? rhythmically and verse wise, it's so modern. It's, it's what you listen these days in K hip hop. Okay. But it was released in the early 2000s. And I'm like, boy, 
you needed that mainstream they have now. They have now because it has such a main, big audience internationally that I think that album needs more recognition. You need to make a TikTok that is going to go viral and then the song is going to get recognition. I might try that. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little dancey. <laughs> Now we go with Epic High. And if you've been listening to Discovery with a K for a while, yeah. you know my undying love for this group. Okay. Yeah. So love, love, love from their album Remapping the Human Soul because love that song. It's got the influence of the early 2000s Korean hip hop scene and I love it. Don't we have a Discovery with a K? Also listen to that. To yes. And we know the impact that Remapping the Human Soul had in their career. So go and check that out, people. Now, you want to get into K-Hip. It sounds interesting, very abstract, right? I have the songs for you, my love. My friend, dear <laughs> listener. <laughs> okay. I'll be high hyper right now. Okay. Okay, let's go. You want the first thing. <laughs> okay, let's go. One important song that I feel is still a bop and relevant is Born Hater. Yes. By Epic High. Agreed. It's not just the features that were also amazing. Mm -hmm. The full song is amazing. Like mm -hmm. performances, the music video, all's good. Okay. Kind of iconic, to be fair. Yes. That song, love it. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people still listen to that song. It's like I legendary. So. I still have it on my playlist, okay? <laughs> it's okay. You can have it on your playlist. <laughs> okay, now we go with Simon Dominic. And Simon. we are Simon Dominic Simon fans Dominic. in this household. We love him. And stay cool featuring Silent T because you get the best of hip-hop and the best of R&B. Mm, smooth. Yes. Now, this is a controversial one. Jay Park, Mome, <sighs> featuring Ugly Dog. Okay, let's talk about Mome. That song. Uh, it's a bop, people. Look, it's a bop, but it's also so... Sexy? Awkward. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I used to think that Mome, it's a bop, it's so good. And I feel like if you don't know much about K-hip-hop, Mome is a perfect introduction to K-hip-hop. If you've heard any American hip-hop and you like it, you're going to for sure you're gonna like love Mome. Mome. Love the song. It, I hate that it's so catchy. Yes. Because even right now, I'm like, and I'm like, no. It's back again. Now let's go with the Queen Jessie and her 2017 single, Gucci. A bop. Because that song is incredible. A bop. Yes. We go into higher music with The Purge from 2020. So hear me out. Right. Mm. Hip-hop can be very, sometimes can go very hard within the industry, right? And the, so far, the ones I have mentioned, they're, they're third in the middle. You have the parts that go like off and then you have the more softer parts. Melodically, they're steady and, you know, they're not as hard to hear because sometimes you can hear some hip-hop because you are like, this is too much for me. This is too, too much. Ugh, sometimes it gives me anxiety. Exactly, and that's what I like about hateful anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yes, heart palpitations come through. <laughs> it was a joke, by the way. Uh -huh. So we go to the perch, and that song is just incredible. Okay, I was 
completely blown away when I listened to that song for the first time. And I own that album. Very hard to get, by the way. Because we have an unboxing video. Yeah, just go and check it out. Well, I think it's one of my more popular unboxing yeah. videos. Yeah. Because The Purge and that full higher music compilation album brings the best of higher music into the scene. And you have in higher music rappers that go hard, rappers that are like they like auto-tune, they have rappers that are more raw. Mm. You have all that mix in a lovely compilation album. You also have R&B. So go and check that out, please. And we go to B.Y. Got a CD from 2019. That song is still so dope. That song, it's incredible. Also, it got very popular after the song. I think he was in Show Me The Money. Yeah. Then he released Got A CD. Mm-hmm. And then he got married. You know. <laughs> As one does. You yeah. know. <laughs> I think he got married last year. I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Yeah, no, that song. I think the visuals of the music video help a lot as well. He thought about everything. Also, the rhyming, the speed of the verses, the speed of everything. The tempo changes, everything. Incredible. Well-structured. Carrying hippo can go uh, harder, verse-wise. But this one, I think, is a good introduction. Like, if you can tolerate the perch and go to that, you can do anything else, I believe. Mm. You know? Listen to Punchinello as well. Yeah. Absinthe. We go with Ong Freestyle. Uh, this one includes uh, DPR Live, CK, Punchinello, Owen, Overdose, and Flow Sick. You have a bit of everything in that collab. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think those are big names in Korean hip-hop as well. So go and check that out. Listen to that song because it's super dope. And then my last recommendation, it's a queen, a legend. And she was very, and a very, still a very important figure in the current hip-hop industry. And it's Yumi Re, Rock, Paper, Scissors, or Kai Bai Bo. Kai Bai Bo. From 2018, because that song is incredible. We also have a Discovery of the K dedicated to her. Because we love her. Yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't mention the automatic remix. Because have everyone is there. I know. I have a mix for this with automatic remix. Okay. It's like... 10 minutes long. Yeah. I no, I think it's 15 minutes long. Either way. It's hell long. It's but super like, long. Everyone is there. Everyone. Big names. All there. Even Anne Wan is there. And like, love her. But she's not super well known lately, I feel like. But she's there. She has a verse. And I'm like... 15 minutes long. An insane amount of features. It's a good song. It's great. Mm. I just can't do more remixes. It's like, I do my hip-hop report every day, right? The amount of remixes sometimes is pretty insane. And I'm done because I love the original song. I don't need a remix. You know. <laughs> that's fair. That's well, fair. that's my personal point of view. Keep mm. in mind that I do this every day. So my patience. I mean, listening to a 15-minute long song, that's, a, that's commitment. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Know the anger behind my toes. All right, fair enough. You know, and then with these lovely list of recommendations, Mm -hmm. we are basically in the end of the intro to Korean hip hop. People go and dig into the music because they are really good and more artists are coming out every day and they're really, really good. Just go and check it out. Go and check the K-Hippa report. We do it every week. It's released every Saturday with the best of the week, the best release of the week, and that includes like big names, small names, new newies. All of that is there. So go and check it out. And yeah, remember to follow us in our socials at thekmu.com in every single social network you may find. And also Spotify. We also have, well, uh, YouTube. Everywhere. We're everywhere. We have too much. 
And yeah, we'll see you next time <laughs> with a new episode of Discovery with a K. Bye-bye.